Welcome to the Essence of Life podcast. I am Letitia Aligrand, here to help you live the abundant, balanced life. A false balance is an abomination unto God and getting wisdom, which is the respect and acknowledging of the Lord, along with understanding, is the true key to successfully navigating this life. So tune in daily for this wisdom and inspiration with new episodes Mondays and Fridays. And let's balance your spirituality, health, relationships, finance, and personal development. Sebon sounds good. For those of you who have been asking about how to make a contribution towards my show, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Netisha Ali Grant for more details. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essence of Life podcast again and again and again. I'm never going to stop saying this. It is definitely a pleasure to share with you in this episode on our topic, time management. This one is a special request from one of my Essence listeners, and I just want to thank you so much for making that request. Yes, this is something that I do. If you have a topic that you believe that I have the wisdom and the time, see what I did there? To get it done for you, to teach you about it, why not pitch it to me and we can see what happens. Let's think about time management for a few seconds. I could give all the schedules in the world and unless you choose to see the need to manage your time effectively, you're not going to do it. I know, I see you over there, you're listening to me and I'm so serious. I could come on this podcast and I could give you all the tips in the world about managing your time effectively however unless you see the benefit of doing it you are not going to get it done unless you see why you need to do it you're not gonna do it you're just gonna keep saying i'm so busy i can't get it done there's not enough hours in the day you know the typical complaints that we tend to give that's why in this episode i'm going to teach you that time management is a mindset It's a mindset change to planning and must be intentional. It must become an intentional habit in order for it to be effective. I'm going to say that again. So time management, in my definition of time management, is it is a mindset change to planning and must be done intentionally so that it becomes a habit in order for it to be effective. One of our favorite scriptures says this, Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 through 8. I probably would not read all of it, but I'm going to definitely tell you this. For everything, there is a season. And I believe that this one scripture in itself is already the cue for us to understand that we need to manage our time. There's a time, it says, for everything, there is a season and a time for everything, every purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. You get the point, okay? So God is using this deposit of wisdom and insight to tell us everything is a season because it has an expiration date. And it doesn't matter how long or short that is, it's going to end and it's going to change and it's going to switch up. So... If you know that you are supposed to be cooking your lunch or your family's dinner 
but you choose to go sit down in front of the TV instead, either you do that while the dinner is being cooked or you do it outside of that time completely separately, what do you think is going to happen? If you're doing it together, something is going to get burnt. Most likely it's the food. (laughs) Or if you do it separately or individually, then what you're going to have happening is you're going to sit there, ladies, I'm attacking you, quote unquote, you're going to sit there watching Lifetime or watching your favorite Netflix series, whatever it is that you're watching. And before you know it, a couple of hours have gone and you didn't cook. And then now you're hungry, your family's hungry and you have not prepared anything for them. Does that sound like you? If it does, then we need to keep listening to this. All right. So again, another typical example, you cannot be on social media when you're supposed to be at work or being on the job. I mean, can you imagine your doctor is conducting a surgery and instead of conducting the surgery or while they're conducting the surgery, your doctor is trying to catch up on a Netflix series or see what's happening on Facebook? (laughs) Think about it. It is not the time. There is, and we say it as well in Antigua, there's a time and place for everything. All right. So there's a time for you to be on social media and there's a time for you to cut that off and be productive doing other things. And yes, you can also be productive while on social media, but I know you get the point. And so all of these things that I'm mentioning in reference to social media or going to watch a movie and all of these things, these are not necessarily within themselves time wasters or time stealers. However, if you are choosing to engage in these activities when you have other priorities that are more important or when you have other things that could be done that could result in you being more productive, they definitely become time wasters and distractors. What about if you are accomplishing a task and you decide to leave the ringer on your phone on? Listen, that's when everyone wants to call you. That's when everyone wants to be texting you and everyone wants to be demanding something from you. Or phones and all these apps that we subscribe to, they are generally designed to take as much of our time as possible. So we need to find again the balance of where that can fit in and how much of our time should be invested in these things that is beneficial to us. Remember, it has to be beneficial to us in the end in order for us to give it that kind of attention. Another scripture I I pulled out for this one is John 9, 4 to 5. And it says, as long as it is day, we must do the works of him who will, who sent me. And Jesus was responding to a man whom he healed. And he was saying, as long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world... I am the light of the world. And God, Jesus here is talking and he's saying that this is a time that is, which is the daytime, of course, it's being figurative, but he's saying this is the time that was allotted to me to get my father's work done because there's a time that is coming when no man can work. And if that time is going to come, I need to put in everything I need to put in before such time comes. And this is again, something that we need to understand. There is a time to get everything that we intend to do done. So with that, I want to share with you some tips. But remember, I could give you these tips on your time management, but unless you see the importance of it, 
you are not going to apply these tips. So I don't just want you to listen and say, yeah, this sounds good. And I really should do it and believe in the content that I'm sharing. But then you would just let it be another listening of another episode. Truly, if you want to improve your time management skills, if you want to improve, take these tips, put them into practice, add more tips to them. You can do a quick Google search if you want or listen to and watch other time management videos. Get different perspectives from various persons who've been doing it and then get to a center for yourself, design one for yourself and begin to put it into practice. So the step one I like to say is to plan. And this is so important. I mean, even God said, I know the plans I have for you. Okay. You need to have a clear outline. You make a decision. Okay. This is what I hope to accomplish. You need to have a vision. And I've done an episode on this before. You definitely need to check it out. Vision brings room for discipline. So when you know what your vision is, what your plan is, you tend to want to accomplish it and get it done. So you do what is necessary, which is balancing and managing your time effectively so that you can accomplish that goal. And that's why we do not stop to talk if we have a plane to catch. Because we know that if we do not get to that airport or we do not get to that gate at a specific time, we're going to miss our flight. So that is why we make an extra effort. We put things in place to get to there at that time. And this is how we should treat even the personal things in our lives. Whatever it is, hey, this is a flight I have to catch. Might not be literally, but let's say, for example, you have a book to write, a business to start. Whatever your plan is, or you have a, an assignment for work that you need to complete within a specific time frame, whatever that is, look at it as a flight that you have to catch. And if you do not finish it on time or get there on time, you are going to miss your flight. So some of the things that you can do is be realistic and create some goals while you do that with your plan. So you say, okay, by the end of 2022, I hope to complete at least two or three projects. All right. And you decide, okay, I'm going to, in the first three months, I'm going to complete this project. Next three months, I'm going to complete the other project. Or you could just still keep it out like this and say, I know that by the time this 12 months are up, I am going to accomplish these three things. So you create that outline, you write that down. Then you can go a little more detail. So on Sunday evenings, for example, which is a downside time for most people, you begin to have a vision of how you would like your week to go and the things that you have to get done by the end of that week. And then you do the same thing for your day. You get up in the morning or the day before you review in your mind. Okay, tomorrow is Wednesday. I usually go to church on a Wednesday. So what can I do or get done before the time of church? Because this is an unchangeable thing for me. I'm definitely going to be at church. So what are some of the things I can squeeze in before I get to church? All right. So definitely the first tip is to plan, have an outline, but be realistic. The reason for being realistic is that when you, when you are, then you can actually get it done without feeling like I didn't finish it and now I'm a failure, which is an extra bit of stress that you really don't want to add to yourself. So that's why I am enforcing that you need to be realistic with it. So if you're just starting up, do one or two tasks and then as the time progresses and you're getting a hang of things, then you can add another task. 
All right, the second tip I would like to share with us in reference to time management mindset, remember it's a mindset, is to understand the importance or the value of your time. I had to pause on this one because I had a conversation with with someone and they may listen to this episode and I know they're going to know what I'm talking about. I, I said to them, if you ask someone to have a meeting with you, you're going to come to the person with an aim for your meeting. I want to meet this person because I have to find out this from this person or this person and I are about to plan this and that. So when you get into the meeting, the aim is what you're going to use to stay focused, bring back to point number one, you have that plan, you get it accomplished. If you do it that way, then you do not have to spend so much time in the meeting. Perhaps, for example, the person only has one hour of that time to spare with you and you want to get in that aim before that one hour is up. If we understand the value of our time, perhaps we would manage it a little more. But I'm saying we because it's a learning experience for all of us. Some people are already good at it and some of us are still learning and some of us have no training in it at all. So, for example, if you know that it would cost you, let's say, about $100 to sit and scroll through Facebook for one hour. Okay, so if you know that if I sit on Facebook for one hour, scrolling through the news feeds and checking out people's business instead of drinking my water, that I would actually lose $100 from my bank account. Would you still be scrolling through Facebook for an hour? (laughs) And it goes back to even the flight too. For example, you have a flight to catch, but you're using a computer at an internet cafe to scroll through the internet again. You're not going to stay there. You finish in that time frame because you want to catch your flight. So again, it's an understanding of the value of your time. If you know that you could be spending time writing a book, writing a song, producing a video as a content creator or developing a new spreadsheet as an accountant, whatever it is that you do, if you know that you could spend the time doing that, why would you want to spend it doing something that is not adding any value or benefit to your life? Or why would you want to give of your time if it is not bringing forth any value to you or to the thing that you're giving your time to? We will be held accountable, you know, when we go before God and he asks us, okay, I gave you, you said you wanted to live long like the queen, (laughs) but I gave you that time. What did you do with it? The thing I understand about humans is this, we choose who and what we want to spend our time and our energy with based on how we see it benefiting us. And if it's if you want to really truly see the benefits in your time and how effective you can use it, then you will decide how you're going to spend it. It's very much like your money. All right. So the second point is to understand the importance and value of your time. The third point I want to share with us is do the important things first and take breaks. Why am I saying to do the important things first? There are some tasks that we dread doing because of the magnitude of the task. There are some tasks that we dread doing because we think that we have more time to do it. And there are some tasks that are actually very important and need to get done earlier in the day or as soon as we decide to sit at our desks, it must be the first thing we do because we have a deadline to meet, for example, or someone's life depends on it, for example. So again, do the most important things first, which is basically putting up something called a priority list. 
what are some of the things that I absolutely cannot and should not leave until another time because there's going to be some consequences towards that. Another aspect of this is taking a break. Take breaks. We tend to not be productive because we are going and going and going as if we were robots feeding off of electricity that was man-made because we do have electricity in our body. But you get the picture, okay? Taking breaks and balancing work and play helps to make sure that you're in the right physical, mental, and spiritual health and mindset to be productive. So if you're not sleeping properly at night, you're not taking time off to have your lunch break, you're not taking time off to have your tea break, and you're just going and going, oh, I need to get this done. Then as soon as you finish with this, oh, I need to get this done. And you're going and going and even trying to multitask, multitask, however you want to say it, your productivity level is definitely going to decrease. So you put the important things first. You list that down first, prioritize first, but prioritize also taking breaks and finding that balance. And I love this because this is what this podcast is about. It's about living the abundantly balanced life. You need to find the balance between work and play. And that's why I cover these five key areas of life because sometimes we spend so much of our time doing one aspect of this that the other aspects of our lives are crippling, they're stifling, they're screaming for our attention. And sometimes that's our family, that's our health, that's our relationships, that's our spirituality, which is spending time with our creator. These are the aspects that are struggling for our attention. And because they are, we are not as productive as we're supposed to be with work because there is no balance. So I hope you see the importance of tip number three. And with that, I want to read this quote for you from a chartered occupational psychologist, Dr. Emma Donaldson Fielder. And she says, the aim of good time management is to achieve the lifestyle balance you want. So you might be looking at somebody else and be like, oh, this person gets so much done in the day, so I could probably do the same but you have to get the balance that you want. What is it that you can accomplish at the end of the day satisfactorily and say, this was good enough for me. I was able to accomplish this. What is the amount of work and tasks that you can accomplish in a day that is also healthy for you? That is good enough that you can balance between work and play. And the final and fourth tip that I would like to share with us is reward yourself. Come on, reward yourself. Celebrate yourself when you get your task done. Stay focused on task one at a time and get it done. And once you're finished with that, move to the next. Then celebrate and be like, yes, I got this done. Okay, let me see what's next. One of the things that I do on a daily basis is I usually try to uh, organize and arrange what I have to get done. So I'll be like, okay, I finished this. Now what's next? What's next? What's next? And I go on like that reward yourself. Sometimes I stop and I take five minutes and I sit. I take some time. I go outside. I get some fresh air. Wherever it is that I am, I take a few minutes break. Some people even talk about taking a nap. Power naps, they call it. Whichever one, the key thing is to find that balance. All right. And do not take up tasks and responsibilities that are way too much for you. Hey, if your basket is full, please, Don't let it be running over with responsibilities and then you are drowning. All right. That is one of the ways you can reward yourself also. But most of all, 
keep on going. Seva sounds good. I just want to remind you again that if you are struggling with managing your time and if you would like to understand how you can go about managing your time, it is important for you to understand that time management begins with your mindset. It begins with seeing the importance of managing your time, effectively seeing the benefits of what and how much you can get done. And once you are able to do that and have the right mindset, then you get into the tips that I've shared, which is to start planning and then getting into it and completing it. So see you again on the Essence of Life podcast for another episode coming soon next week, Monday, and keep on listening. God bless you. Bye-bye. those of you who have been asking about how to make a contribution towards my show please visit my patreon page at patreon.com forward slash netisha ali grant for more details whether you're on your daily commute at the gym or doing your chores Tune in to the Essence of Life podcast for great inspirational life lessons and learn just why you should have a personal relationship with your creator. Relationships run the world. Make sure you're in the right ones. I am Natisha Ali Grant, citizen of the kingdom of heaven, wife of a spirited pastor, worship leader, mother, and content creator. I partner with my husband to manage our church in All Saints Antigua while creating inspirational and educational content. I inspire others through my blog, Young and Christian, and my podcast, The Essence of Life. Recently published my first book and in the process of writing another. I have also been an educator for over 15 years and now run my own academy, providing a range of services such as proofreading, English courses, lesson plans, curriculum guides, and reading classes. If you like this show, why not get connected? As it's only going to get bigger. Seba sounds good. <laughs>